thank you very much, uh, uh, Matt, for uh, giving me opportunity to interview you for my YouTube channel and podcast and uh, allowing me to tell about your work to my audience. Well, thank you. Are you kidding? It's thank you. You're the best. I can't believe you asked me. I'm honored. So I can see uh, you're doing uh, two different, three different uh, jobs. So I thought to tell about uh, your job to my audience. So can you please introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Beth Staub. I own Adventure Auto Glass with my husband. I own Adventure Photo Studios by myself. And I am a, they call me a, a visiting assistant professor of practice at Northern Arizona University, and I teach photography. So you're a photographic expert. Sure. I don't know if you ever truly can be an expert in photography because it's always changing, but I know a lot and I like to learn. So can you uh, tell where it started and uh, what made you to come into these professions? Sure. I was a high school teacher, so I taught television and radio. And then my husband was doing auto glass and we um, had a baby girl and he needed help. And we wanted our daughter to have a parent around. So I decided to help Dave with his business. So we built his business and then we made an agreement that once Sydney went to college, I would be able to go back get my master's and hopefully teach at college. And I'm teaching at college. And I'm getting my master's. Great. Because, <laughs> you know, why not? So uh, what made you to come into photography? Um, I've been doing that since junior high. Um, I started in the yearbook. We had a yearbook club. And so I started with yearbook. And I've been shooting ever since. My dad did have a dark room in our basement. So I've been around photography my whole life. Um, I love it. It makes me happy. Candid is my most favorite. I like to catch people in real life moments with real life expressions and real life smiles instead of the posed. You know, we see a lot of that, too, and that's fine. The posed is fine, but the candid is my most favorite. So how many how many, uh, you know, stills that you have took in your entire uh, experience? How many classes have photos. I taken? The, the photos. For photography? Yeah, a lot. <laughs> and I still do. I still take I, I take them every year. I take different classes because what's so awesome is obviously the change from film to DSLR, now to mirrorless. I actually had to take a class from my actual camera I just bought. It was a three hour class because they're so technical now, which is so interesting to me. Um, and I still don't know everything, but I'm pretty, pretty savvy with it. Um, so I take classes every year for photography so that I'm you know, so I can try new things. I don't want to ever get stuck in a rut doing the same thing. And, and photography, you can, you, that's an easy thing to do. And um, so, yeah. Plus, I like to give, obviously, students new and exciting things. They need to know what's up. So. And uh, what is this uh, adventure, other, other one that you're doing? The Adventure Auto Glass? Yeah. My, I have my prop. Woohoo! <laughs> Um, that we, we replace and repair auto, like windshields for your car. Any glass in your car, we can replace or fix it. It's so you're exciting. doing this, you're doing this from long time. Yes. Since 2005. So how is this? Always this? Yeah. How is understand. it going? And, uh, oh, how's how is it, going? it going? Um, I don't know how much you want me to get into the weeds of auto glass. It's a, it's a difficult industry. It is what's called unregulated, which means there are no federal standards for it. So pretty much anybody can literally cut into your car. There's no 
formal training. There's no formal anything. It's just woohoo. It's kind of like the wild, wild west out here. There's a company, um, a national company that um, basically is, and if you don't understand, let me know because this gets kind of weird. So we have insurance companies that in Arizona, they will pay for the auto glass when you break your glass. So there's a, an auto glass company that actually has made best friends with all the insurance companies. So they're what's called the third party administrator. So when you're calling your insurance company, you're really talking to a competitor, an actual auto glass company. It's nutty. They are not only like do auto glass and administer for most of the insurance companies, they make the glass and they are worldwide. They're, they're, they're giant and they're, they're huge. And they help teach the insurance companies how to pay less. So it's a very frustrating thing that we're all going through. Um, they're not supposed to what's called steer people to their company, but they do. Um, they try to smush the little guy. It's a beautiful business. Like they're brilliant. I mean, they're, they're marketing and they're, they're absolutely brilliant, but it's really difficult to be a small guy in, in auto glass or gale. It's it is a difficult industry. Um, it's fine. We're we're we've been alive since 2005. We're doing fine. Um, my husband Dave, who is the installer, is ready to maybe do something different. So we're kind of in our what we call fourth quarter. So we're all right. We're fine. If we were to get into the game today, we wouldn't. We wouldn't get into auto glass because it's just it's too. Um, the payout just isn't the same as it was about 10, 15 years ago. But it's all right. It's we have good friends like in the in the industry and it's it's entertaining. But Dave is looking for other things to do and we'll see what happens. So uh, what what kind of challenges uh, you face in this uh, uh, giving this service? With Autoglass? Yeah. Um, the payouts. So what happens is in Arizona, some states are different and I'm not sure what it is like around the world because this company does take care of Autoglass everywhere. Um, but here in Arizona, you can have insurance pay for your glass so what what they're doing is say i'm going to use easy numbers for easy math say your windshield is um list price which means when you when so it's 200 dollars the insurance company will say well we're not going to pay you that we're going to pay you 50 percent off 60 percent off 70 percent off so instead of that 200 it's now very little and sometimes our cash prices are more than the insurance prices but if you have insurance and you bought the insurance endorsement for autoglass being the customer you're not going to want to pay cash we don't blame you but we're not getting paid we're we're losing money doing some of these jobs now and now there's a thing called molding you know the black stuff that goes around your windshield yeah they're now taking money off of that which we weren't making any money on that anyway so now it costs us to buy that molding for your car <laughs> awesome Yay. <laughs> so for all kinds of cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of fun when people call for quotes. They think we have like some crazy cool, like, did you ever watch Monsters, Inc.? Do you know that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, when Sully goes in, it's the like the, the, the huge, huge room of doors. Yeah, like yeah. they think we have that for all the different auto glass. I know they do like, hey, do you got like a 1968? Mustang windshield in stock. It's like, yeah, it it doesn't work that way. It's it's kind of cute. We can get it in a day or two, but it's it's cute how they think. You got it in stock. I want to come in right now. It's like, yeah, no, it doesn't 
doesn't work that way. Yeah. And uh, you are a visiting professor also for photography. So how is that? How are you managing that job? I love it. It's, job? I, yeah, I literally am living my best life. It's I, I, I cannot express to you how much I love being a teacher at university level. It is, um, the students are amazing and they're so talented and they're so, I wish I had better words because they are just so vibrant and so fantastic and the creativity that comes out of them, they are just, they're amazing. It is absolutely, I get giddy. I seriously do. I drive up, I drive up an hour and a half to um, Northern Arizona University, which is in Flagstaff, Arizona, twice a week, sometimes three, sometimes four, depending on what I need. But I teach Tuesdays and Thursdays, and I am just thrilled. I cannot tell you how much fun I've had. It is such a killer experience and such a great, um, it's just a great time. It's its really, I I'm literally living my best life right now. So uh, you are uh, one side you are providing uh, uh, a glass service and another side you are uh, doing the photography, which is your passion. And also you are teaching that photography in the university. So yes. speaking another, you're speaking and you are uh, doing photography and uh, you are giving service. So how is this uh, diversity? It's I love it. I, I love it. Um, it's a lot. Um, I have learned in the last year and a half, um, literally take one moment at a time, which probably was a very good lesson for me to learn. And I've also learned to um, I've always not always, but in my my older years, I've learned about gratitude and how much you really need to appreciate every little thing every day. And that has um, just that's like on steroids now. I'm so thankful. And I just really enjoy every second because I don't know if I get hired again next year. I hope so. I don't know. Um, so I just really have learned to be in the moment more, more present. And uh, man, it is, it is, um, it is hard sometimes. I'm taking two classes too. So that, that is a lot, but it's, um, it's all in time management and it's all, it's all state of mind. It took me about a year to get to understand my schedule and not to freak out. <laughs> I did a few freak outs. But um, this year is going much smoother. Um, and I, I, I have a better rhythm this year. So I feel way, um, way more chill and more iry. It's, it's good. So tell me about your photography skills. What would you like to know? What you have done? Um, I, I do weddings and I do families. Um, most of my income. I started this business. I've been a photographer forever. But I started my business because... In the town that I live in, I was a high school teacher. A lot of the students don't have a lot of money. We're not a we're not a wealthy area, and I really was sad that a lot of these kids don't get senior pictures because they can't afford them. Especially if parents have multiple kids, it's a lot and it's expensive, and it's just getting crazier and crazier. So, I wanted to give them the gift of having a nice senior session, but at an affordable price. Um, so that's why I started the business. So I really enjoy seniors. I love couples. I'll do weddings, but I prefer second weddings um, and, and different types of weddings. The first weddings, that's not my gig, but I have plenty of people I can refer people to. Um, I love events. I love concerts. Concerts are, are some of my favorite because that is like the epitome of the candid, right? The candid photography of just catching people in the moment. I just did two concerts this summer and a wedding. Um, we just did a family session. It was really neat. This family, um, a student of mine asked if we, I would do their family pictures, which I was so honored. So I asked her if it was cool if I brought other students to teach them how to do a location shoot. And they allowed that. And it was really fun. It was crazy windy. So they got the real experience of 
everything tipping over because we use big lights. We don't just, you know, go out with our camera. We have lights and I want to teach them how to do a location shoot. And um, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of fun. My favorite. I, I also do landscape. Um, I do love I, I love landscape. Um, I, I know the industry pushes people to choose one. I haven't had to. So I'm not going to. I love landscape and I love people. And I love putting people in landscapes. So why not do it? Nobody's told me no. So. So uh, capturing people and uh, giving them uh, uh, giving them uh, uh, the memories. How mm -hmm. how that feels? Oh, it's amazing. It's weird. It's a it's a, that's a great question. It's weird because if I know the people, then I'll have conversation after. But if I don't know them, they take the pictures and then you don't hear. But in time, you'll see them like maybe on Instagram or on, and it's like, oh, that's my picture. Like a family that I, I do regularly, um, we don't talk about it a lot. I, she obviously hires me every year, so I know I'm doing okay. But um, I went to their house and she had one of my pictures on a, on a blanket. And I almost cried because I'd never seen that. You know what I mean? I'd never seen, like I have pictures um, up, you can't see them, but I do have pictures up. But to see it in somebody else's house that they have printed my work and put it up is is really um, touching. It's really humbling, and uh, it's 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 amazing. It's absolutely amazing. So we as a human beings uh, evolved, uh, 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 putting memories in different places and different uh, using different forms of arts. So photography is one of the greatest arts that humans. Uh, have created and uh, sharing that memories to the next generation and you are uh, you know you are doing something you know very important job so how thank, I think so thank you I, I'm glad you understand that because we get a we right now with AI people are freaking out I'm not scared of AI because just like you said AI can't create you and your yeah. friends and your memories like AI is not going to do your wedding <laughs> you know what I mean it's not going to do your graduation. It's not going to do your family gatherings. Um, AI, I've used AI since Lightroom came out. And I don't think people understand that. Lightroom and any editing software on this bad boy, it's all AI. And it helps us. It doesn't hurt us. It's not coming out to get us. It's, it's our, it's our, I, I love it. And I love Photoshop and I love Lightroom. Um, I love how it can help. Um, there's always when new updates happen. I get a little worried because it makes it a little too easy. But then when I'm in a, in a situation where I got to get, the, you know, so many pictures out at this time, it's a godsend. So it's a, it's a weird relationship with AI. Um, AI cannot make a bad picture good. It, it just can't. It can save some of the noise, which some people would say that makes a bad picture good. Okay, but it's got to be a well-exposed picture in order for it to be good. You know, there are things that we have to do as photographers to help the AI make our pictures even better. Um, I don't know if that makes sense, but that's it's a, and it's a whole controversy. And I'm sure somebody's going to like let me know that I'm off my rocker. That's fine. It's my opinion. And that's that's what I teach my kids. So, yay. So how you are using technology uh, in order to capture the organic and the natural things that you're seeing with your naked eye? I have a really badass camera. I really like my camera. She's really technical and she's she's super cool. So there's so much in that camera that um, helps support me in what I'm doing, whether I'm doing nature, whether I'm doing people, whether I'm doing um, a, a concert in a very dark venue, volleyball in a very 
bad, badly lit gym. Um, so the way the technology has come, especially with what's called ISO, um, and that that if you did film, it's kind of it's it's like film speed, but it also is how much light you need in order to produce a good picture. That's a very simple, simplistic version of ISO. Um, the ISO in my camera is so phenomenal. I can shoot in a very dark room without a flash. And at concerts, you can't have flash, um, obviously. So it's, it allows me now to be able to shoot in places I never could with a film camera. Even, even with, you know, high-speed film, you can't get away with it. Um, you can now. And it's, it's really... It's really super. It makes me very happy. I hope I answered the question. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So okay. uh, how much do you know about photography? Because uh, I can understand you are into different events with this. Um, hmm. I'm not sure how to answer that. Can you rephrase? Uh, because uh, you are into concerts and you are into mm -hmm. weddings and you are into nature and uh, you, are, uh, you are capturing everything uh, which mm -hmm. belongs to different things. So how much you understood totally about uh, actually okay. what photography is? That's a good question. If I'm understanding you right, photography is broken down into composition. And it doesn't really matter what you shoot if you understand composition and have a good understanding about how to place things. The cool thing about photography, there's many cool things, but one of my favorite is if you understand the rules of composition, then you get to break the rules. And that's literally with everything with, with photography. If you understand your camera, you can force your camera then to do things that are wrong or, you know, maybe never seen before or, or, or odd, you know, that other photographers would never do. But that's, that's the beauty of our, of our industry is that we are allowed to break the rules after you know the rules. And sometimes you break the rules before you know the rules and it gets weird. But um, composition is something that I can use when I shoot weddings, families, engagements, babies, concerts, landscape, macro, you know, flowers, anything. It's just where do I want to set it? And I am a true believer. There are technical photographers and there are more emotionally um, charged photographers. I'm a little of both. Probably when I'm out shooting, especially landscape, it's more emotional. So I, I really go on instinct now. I know my gear, which is really helpful because once you know your gear, you can you can have more freedom to feel. I don't know if that makes sense. If, if people have out there have taken acting classes, once you know your lines, you can let the character go. It's really hard when you don't know your lines to be able to be in character. But once you do, you can really allow that character to take take you become alive it's the same with photography and any art once you know the dance steps once you you know what i mean once you know your craft you can really let go of then the technical be in the moment and really feel because obviously when it comes especially to nature people are easy they're feeling all the time we can we can snap a picture even with this and say hey we can see how you're feeling but with nature to be able to express the feelings i felt at that moment when i shot that photograph it's really important there's got to be a why and that's I'm really hitting my kids with that this semester is what is your why we go out and snap and we snap 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 but we never stop and go why am I taking this photo what am I trying to say what is my point and if we would just stop and think about that you'd get a better photograph even with this you know why am I shooting my friend right now 
Um, and it doesn't have to be this long, you know, sit down because you're missing the moment. You know what I mean? If your friend's being goofy, well, that's why. You know what I mean? And you want to take that picture. But really start thinking about why am I here? Why am I doing this? What is my purpose? What is what is my point? What what am I trying to say here? And it really does, especially in nature, it, it really will come across or animals or, you know, whatever um, macro it, it, you can tell if you put two p photographs up of somebody that just snapped a snapshot and somebody who really sat down and thought about their why, you can see it. We see it on Instagram all the time. Scroll by, scroll by. Whoa, something makes you stop. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's that and, feeling. And how you are, how good you are in uh, conveying uh, the situation or the emotions that you capture with your pictures. I don't know. I guess you'd have to look at my photos and tell me. I think I'm all right. <laughs> I mean, that's really subjective. That's up to the viewer. Um, I get I get some love. I feel all right. I'm in business. I'm um, you know, so I feel I feel like I I do okay. It's hard because that's really your job. I, you know what I mean? You got to tell me. I think I love my work. You know, I'm a little biased. <laughs> so what? Uh... Uh, you are you are uh, users. I mean, people who uh, used your service. What they say about uh, your skills and your artwork? Uh, the best thing a person can say is to hire me again. That's that's the biggest compliment. Um, I have not. Um, I've gotten a lot of love. I have not gotten. I'm kind of scared to say it because I'm afraid I'm going to hex myself. But I've not. I've not had anybody come to me and say, "Well, I hate your work and I want a refund." So that's that's good. Um, I just saw a video that I showed my kids, uh, the kids, some of are young adults, um, that I showed my students and, um, he made some really good points. He said, this, this photographer said, you know, the product that we're selling, because there are two distinct classes of, I don't know, class is the wrong word, but two distinct different types of photographers, your, your technical and your emotional. And um, a lot of us get really into the technical. We can, we can, if you put up a photo, my class, we can tell you what's wrong with it. And we're really good at it. And that's the technical side. But it doesn't matter because I made my students, I made them think about what is their, their favorite picture. And not one of them technically is, is great. It's because, like we had talked about, the emotion. It's, it's the emotion that was brought up at that particular moment. And that guy that, that I showed the video said, your product is the emotion and the experience. It's not the technical. It's it's the it's how did they feel with you? How did how did you make them feel? And and he said, you know, women tend to be stronger at that. Of course, some men too, because these are all very wide generalizations. But because we're nurturing, you know, moms and aunts and you know what I mean. Usually with the family, we're good at at, at getting you to feel warm and fuzzy. Where some men are very good at that too. But men tend to be more technical, where we tend to be more emotional, just because of human nature. It's, it was a really interesting video, and I was really happy to show my kids, because we forget what our product is. We get so into the technical, and how can I, posing, posing, it's all about the posing. Oh, it, and it's not, it's about the experience. Because if you can make your person feel comfortable, and welcome, and loved, they're going to automatically start posing for you where it's just a little bit of lead, like, hey, just tilt your head over there. Oh, yeah, that's beautiful. You know what I mean? But if you're relaxed, you're going to do you're going to do it. And I don't know how to communicate that to my students because they get so uptight about I have to pose I'm like you don't, though. I mean, you do, but it you got to make, you know, focus more on making them feel comfortable.
I hope that answered the question. I feel like I went off. <laughs> I do that. Yeah. <laughs> Professor, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> so change is constant in the nature. Yeah. And uh, you are uh, capturing things and uh, you're making people to see something that happened uh, in the past. So are we as I'm 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 talking uh, you know gender about photography are yeah. you doing crime in uh, uh, capturing everything that happened before oh wow i don't know how to answer that um i just taught a lesson about this this week um i don't think i want to go down that road <laughs> <laughs> i get i get pretty passionate and pretty um uh, I miss my calling. I really wish I would have been a um, a photojournalist, and I really wish I would be like right now. I really want to be in Ukraine or in somewhere that's having a really difficult time, because I feel like those are the stories that are most important to us to capture for history for for time. Um, and I do get pretty um um what's my word? Um, I have justice issues. That's that's my word. When I see injustice, I feel like I need to fix it. And um, I'm really sad that I did not do that. I would have, I would have, and it's not too late. I still can, I know, and I'm working on it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, um, I, I really wish I would have gone down that road where I could have been a, a war correspondent or a, a, a photojournalist in war or um, desperate issues. So I could have made a bigger difference. I feel like I missed out and I'm disappointed in myself for that. Okay. So, yeah. You're being creative uh, with the photography and uh, and also you are explaining that creativity uh, as a professor to the students. Mm -hmm. So which one uh, you like and uh, what is the difference? Between uh, my photography and what I teach them? Yeah. Is that what you're asking? Um, that's a good question. It depends on the class. Um, for example, I taught food photography. I am not a food photographer, but I can teach it because I understand the principles and I, I brought people in and gave them experiences out in restaurants where they can get the, the especially the people who want to do that. Um, it's obviously best to have a food photographer in there, but you like I took a class, I learned how to do it and then I, I, I go and show them. Um, my strengths are portrait and landscape, um, location, photography and events. And so I get, I'm lucky enough to have had the experience to teach all of those. So that is what I do. So that is what I'm allowed to teach. Um, I teach them about getting jobs and what they need to do when they get a job. A lot of my students want to start their own businesses. A lot of my students already have their own business. So I talk a lot about when you graduate, where's your client base? Right now your client base are your friends, which is great. But when you graduate, what are you going to do now for marketing? And they're like, what? You know what I mean? So it's like, so, and, and I brought in a, an accountant um, to one class because they were, they all had their own business. It, it blew my mind. They all have their own business, but they've never really paid attention to taxes. Well, that in our country is very important and in our state. So I'm like, so I brought in an accountant because they're like, what about, what do I, I'm like, I don't know. Let me bring in an accountant. I don't want to tell you wrong. So I will bring in people when they want something. I will bring in a professional to help them understand things that I do not. And that's the beauty of education. As long as I can get a hold of somebody that knows you know, more than me, that's, that's my job, is help you, you know, get the answers that you want. I can help you set up your business. I can help you um, photograph better. I can help you with the technical. 
I cannot help you get over your fear. Artists are really interesting people. I can help you if you're willing to get over your artist fear. A lot of us as artists get really into our own heads and have a really hard time accepting we're artists and the self-promotion is incredibly hard for a lot of artists. I can help you get over that if you're willing, but it's um, that I have found is a, what's the word I want? It's a, it's, a, it's a cycle every artist has to go through. It's kind of an ebb and flow where you're gonna be really down on yourself and you're gonna have those days where you wanna put your camera up. I'm 53 years old, I still, I have those days. So I understand that. And I don't try to tell my students it doesn't happen because that's not real. And I, I don't try to set them up um, for anything that's not, not real because that's not fair. So when they ask me a business question, I tell them what I know and, um, and, and that's what I can do. And if it, that's not acceptable to them or if they need a different answer, like I said, I'll find somebody who, who can help them because that's the beauty of education. But I don't want to set them up ever for, oh, once you're a photographer, like the other day. I, oh, dear God. I probably, yeah, I don't think they'll watch this. I lost 53 years old. I've done several weddings. I'm good at it. I did deliver. They're beautiful. They love them. But on, um, and I delivered two days ago. So on the weekend, I couldn't find a section of photos. I could not find them. I know I took them, but I could not find them. So I looked. One second. I have visual aids. Sure. I looked on all, ooh, all of my cards. I'm like, I know I have to have them. I know they're here. Could not find them. Could not find them. Could not find them. Finally, I had to walk away. I'm like, oh my God, what did I do? So you feel sick to your stomach and now I got to figure out, I got to tell my client, I lost these photos. This is insane. What did I do with them? Because what happens is when I come home from a shoot, I put them on, I literally have behind this very happy computer, I have three external hard drives that I back up all your photos on. So I have them on Lightroom. I have them on external hard drive one, two, and three. <laughs> I could not find them. I could not find them. So I finally, I'm just like, I, I have to step away from here. I left the next morning. I came in literally a card and I was looking for something completely different. I put in a card. There they were. And so I share these stories with my students so they know that this is real life. People think photography is this glamorous, you know, lovely, beautiful job. We're out there shooting models. It's it, it can be. But there's also the reality of what really goes on behind the scenes. And sometimes losing photos is one of it. So we talk about if you lose photos, what do you tell your client? How do you address it? Because sometimes that's real. Sometimes these little suckers, they go bad. And you have, you have no idea until after the shoot. That's fun. Um, I've not had that happen. Thank goodness. But, you know, and or else you lose it or, oh, dear God. And every mistake in photography I have made. My first formal photography class, my professor came up to me and said, Beth, this was Phil. He said, Beth, you have made every mistake my students in the last 13 years have made in one semester, and you are still here. I don't, what grade do you want? I'm like, a B? He's like, you got it. <laughs> so it's, it, photography is about making mistakes and fixing your mistakes. I think I went off. I don't know if I answered the question again. I did it again. Yeah, you did. Okay. So, yeah. And uh, what makes you, what motivates you or what uh, drives you to uh, catch your camera and uh, capture something? Oh, that's a great question. That's a really great question. What does? Um, 
people. I'm driven to shoot different things with people because like you said, the memories, because I'm the mom, I have one daughter and I'm always behind the camera. I have very few pictures of me and my daughter and I don't ever want that to happen to another mom. So that's, that's a big driving force or any family member um, with grandparents. They don't ever want to be in the pictures and it's, it's, I'm trying to teach them. I'm coming up with, with ways to teach them that without sounding morbid, but we, when you go, we need those pictures of you. We, we treasure those. We want those. We, we think you're beautiful and, and we want those photographs. And, um, that's really hard for people because a lot of people don't like being in front of that camera. It's a, it's a, it's a whole, it's like public speaking. Nobody wants to give that speech. They'd rather die than give that speech. It's the same with, with photography. They, I had grandparents, um, a couple months ago, they, they wanted pictures of the grandkids. And I'm like, well, you have to be in them too. And they're like, no, no, no. And I'm like, those little girls are going to want to know you because they're um, three. The girls were three and the grandparents are in their seventies. And I'm like, they're, they're going to want these pictures of you. And they, they both looked at me and went, oh. and they did, they complied and they looked beautiful and they are beautiful. And um, it kills me because people are, we're so hard on ourselves and I'm the worst critic of myself, just like we all are. But we are so beautiful. Like, I have literally never had any client come and break my camera because, you know, they're not attractive. Ever. I see the beauty in you. I would love to do a photo shoot with you. You've got such great skin and your face and your smile and your eyes, the light in your eyes. You are fantastic. Like, right now, this is what we do. When we see you, we're like, oh, I see you. Oh, I want to go. Oh, hey, I want to I do a shoot with you. Um, it's what we do. Because we just see, we see the beauty in you. And what's really awesome about photography, my, my students ask me a lot, we're saturated. There's too many photographers. Well, I disagree. I think there's room for everyone because your personality isn't going to go with every photographer. You're going to find the person who clicks with you. And I shoot the way I see you. And if we had six photographers right here, they all would shoot you differently because we all see you differently. How how are we oversaturated? You know what I mean? How, how you find the person who shoots you the way you love and you're good to go. And it's, 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 I don't think we'll ever run out of photographers. I just don't because we all see differently. I could take 10 photographers to the grand Canyon and you're going to get 10 completely different perspectives on the grand Canyon. It's just the way it goes. And what's cool is if photographers would be awesome and we'd work together, we could all get, better together that's how i roll i so, went off on another tangent <laughs> <laughs> yeah you did so uh giving answer from uh, uh i mean picking question from what you have said uh, you know uh, about uh 70 uh, 70 plus years old uh, grandparents with uh, grandchildren yeah so when these uh, grandchildren become 70 years old they will see and they will they will take uh, you know pictures of their grandchildren. So that yes. that will be something uh, that is very uh, insightful. If they that's put a very together. that's a cool perspective, and I never thought of it that way. But yeah, they will. They'll be more open to it. I hope that's brilliant because that meant so much to them. Love that. Look at you. I knew I liked you. <laughs> you are doing it actually. You are uh, you know that that uh, the value of that photo. Yeah, uh, becomes, uh, uh, you know, people will know about that, uh, the picture value after 70 years, and you will be the reason for that value. Well, that 
means a lot. And that's pretty, um, that's quite a responsibility. Yeah. But that's, that's all good. I treasure it. So when you're capturing something, uh, do you think that uh, these things are going to be, uh, uh, you know, seen by grandchildren or the next generation? So when you're doing that, how responsible you feel? Oh, very. Um, every, every, I take every family photo shoot very, very seriously because these are, these are the, that's what's going in the book, you know, in, in the, in the photo album or, you know, wherever they store their photos. And it's, um, I like to talk to my clients ahead of time to get to know who they are and understand their values so that I can, for that time, match that and try to give them the best possible experience that they, they have. So that when they look back on these pictures, um, you know, they laugh and they, they remember the goofy times. When I take a family out, can you hear my dogs? I hope you can't hear them. I'm sorry if you can. I don't know if they're freaking out. Sorry. I love it. We rescue dogs, too, is what we do. Um, we, um, I, I take it very seriously because I make sure that I talk to my families. Um, like I was saying, sorry. When I take a family out, yes, it's posed. Yes, we get them all nice for the, you know, for the frame. But I, I, I let them know this is a day of play. We're going to go throw leaves. We're going to go play. I'm just here. You're going to forget I'm here, and I'm going to just watch you have family fun and see you as a family because that's what you want to remember. Those are the pictures that most moms and dads love. And the kids, as they grow up, they're like, oh, my gosh, you know, look what I did. And this is, oh, I was so little. And, and those, are, those are the moments, I think, that are so precious. The, the, the sit up straight and the, you know, the turn to the right. And the posed look is lovely. And they are. They are. There's a purpose for that, too. But we usually remember, especially with families with toddlers, that the toddler was screaming two minutes before that we were trying to get the hair straight. Mom wants us all to behave. And dad was mad before we came. And, and that, that is really hard to overcome at those very, you know, the, the, at the very posed, we're going to do family photos. So that's why I say, look, let that go. Before we do it, I'm like, let it go. We're going to look the way we're going to look. We're going to look great. I'll make you look good. Don't worry. You come and we're going to have fun. And that seems to help lighten up the family before the shoot, because I don't know about you, but I know when my mom told us it was family time, it was more stressful than getting ready for church because you had to like, don't move, don't. And so everybody was upset. Everybody was stressed out. Everybody was, you know, that's my memory of family pictures. And I don't want my families to feel that. And if they are stressed out, I, I tend to take them for a walk and I start to crack jokes, which don't usually go well, like because they look at me and, and they're annoyed. And I, and I make a, a, a I make a fool of myself in order to help them get off whatever's in their head. And then and then I start with the kids because usually they're the easiest because they forget. And they're like, ah, blah, blah, blah. so we shoot them. And then mom and dad usually kind of lighten up and relax. Um, because that's, yeah, those pictures, you don't want to remember, mom's going to beat my butt, <laughs> figuratively, of course. Yeah, so that's, yeah, it's it's very, it's a huge responsibility. Weddings are, weddings stress me out to no end. Weddings are probably, wedding and, fa wedding and families, yeah, but I love it, so I keep doing it. Apparently, I like stress, I love it. <laughs> so, as a photographer, uh... Uh, what do you say about AI, artificial intelligence? Uh, I like what, it. Yeah, what uh, AI cannot do that you are doing? 
Um, I, AI can't take your photo. AI can't take your photo with your friends at your big life moments, at the, at the big milestones, at graduation, at a job promotion, at a wedding, at a, um, anniversary, at all the big milestones of, you know, first babies, second babies, third babies, kids, you know, kindergarten graduation, school, um, you know, big life achievements, awards. AI can't take that photo. AI can do a lot of things, but it can't take your life and be you know, take get the essence of you. It 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 can't do that. It can help me make the essence of you look better. Love that, but it can't take you. Um, and I, I I think that if any maybe the part of photography that's going to take a hit is advertising landscape. I was so, have you seen those photographs of, um, of, um, lighthouses where the huge wave is coming? That's all fake. I didn't know that. It broke my heart. I'm like, how? I would sit here and be, this was a while ago, so give me some credit, but I'd sit there going, how? Cause I lived in Michigan for a long time. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go and I'm going to get one of these amazing, amazing photographs, right? So I'd go out in the storm and I'm like, how are they doing this? And then a friend of mine, a very wise photographer friend, obviously goes, that's Photoshop. <laughs> like, oh, oh, it's already been done. You know what I mean? And they, people have it up on their walls and they don't think about it. They don't, you know, so I think, I think it'll continue to go in that route to make amazing landscape. But, but people are going to want to go to that landscape, you know, Instagram, we all now want to go to where, and it's not real. So I don't know how that will play. Do we want to live in a fantasy world? I don't know. That's, you know what I mean? That's going to be something to be seen. Are we going to want pictures on our walls of what we wish we could go to? Or I don't know. I think this world's pretty amazing. And there's a lot of places I haven't been that I want to go to and photograph. I would rather go there and make the effort. Um, the name of my business is Adventure Photo Studios because I'm a go girl and, and I go hike and I go, I go to hard places because it's worth it to me. It's, it's, that's part of the fun. I'm not scared of AI. I think AI is going to be neat. I think it's going to be fun. So as a photographer, you can uh, find out uh, uh, which one is uh, uh, real and which one is not real. So how normal people can find it or normal people can know that they will believe that that is true. Correct. And that's the hard thing. It's all about education, isn't it? Um, I'm doing that in a class right now. One of my one of my classes that I'm teaching, we're going to um, do that for a final assignment make an AI photo, make a real photo and take it around campus and do an interview. Which one's real? And how do you know? And it's, it's all about critical thinking and some people just don't care. And that's, you know, okay. Um, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't know, but it's all about education and it's all about, you know, how aware do you want to be as an individual of what's real, what's not real. And it's hard right now. A lot of, a lot of different things in our world is real, not real. And it's it's getting tougher and tougher. It's yeah, be an interesting that, ride. Yeah, I I just uh, bought this topic because I'm a technologist. I'm a, I'm very curious about these things. And yeah. recently, the world experts, the world uh, uh, top uh, technology leaders have, uh, you know, had a meeting. Elon Musk and uh, Mark Zuckerberg yeah. and Bill Gates. You know, they are talking about how uh, we are going to, uh, you know, use AI and uh, what are the things yeah. that that needs to be done in order to give uh, you know the, the the organic things to the humanity not um, if if ai ai, AI should not uh, affect actually the the real things so that's what uh, elon musk is actually a uh, warning from long time also a lot of leaders 
from long time uh, actually you know warning this and actually this is affecting today also on youtube or on uh, social media on instagram it is very hard for people to uh, you know find and uh, know which one is actually the real one so it is where we are going you know uh, doing this and you know working on what do you say there will be a lot of ai experts who will be watching this conversation and listening to this conversation they can be from microsoft or google or facebook what do you yeah. say to them you know because you capture real natural things and these people are working on something which is not real i don't really get to say anything because when i post on those they own my stuff so they're telling me which is frustrating um i'm very much a um an advocate for for fair use and for and for um paying artists for their work so that part of ai is frustrating to me uh especially for writers right now and like with the movie industry if i say to to the um ai i want to see a movie with arnold schwarzenegger and christian slater on a beach in hawaii and i want it to be a you know a a con type movie you know a, and then boom there it is i mean I, how how is that fair to to arnold schwarzenegger and christian slater you know what i mean to be able to it, it it's not and it's copyright infringement and i'm i'm a huge advocate for the copyright obviously i'm a, a photographer i i i don't want people stealing my photos um yeah there's definitely got to be some and it's it's what's going to be very interesting i think is to see how the world comes together to create i don't want to know i don't know if the right word is laws or whatever restriction of how we're all going to use this ai and how are we going to protect our artists are we going to protect our artists our musicians and our our painters and our writers and our photographers and our actors and the writers to me is the most scary because that's going to be the easiest on one way to prove but the hardest because if you just say to the chatbot hey write me a paper of you know they're, they're stealing from everywhere you know what i mean and that's and that's so powerful but creepy and not cool because that's totally copyright infringement and if you wrote that wouldn't you be mad wouldn't you want you know what i mean wouldn't you want to be paid it's so hard it's where is the it's so gray right now it's exciting i think it's really exciting so in technology what how do you feel about it? how do you feel it's copyright infringement or should it be just a hey let's all let's all get in this pot and see what happens how do you feel because you yeah, have to have a different perspective no no i i agree with a lot of points that you have said okay yeah so there should be more, there should be some monitoring and there should be a human uh, human need to put a security measures in order to save the actual you know the real content and which which one belongs to which uh, you know creator so that's very important yeah i agree obviously I'm an artist I would but yeah that's awesome that you do and that you're in technology and that you understand and value the the work of the artist thank you that means a lot cuz I know not everybody in technology feels that way and that's okay that's that's what what makes the world tick it's going to be hard though cuz how do we do a worldwide you know what i mean it's it's got to be worldwide we're becoming so small as a world you know which is great i think it's that's so awesome like that we get to talk is so super sweet you know like this where we would never have met before the internet you yeah. know what i mean i just think it's so i love i love technology and i love the ability to be able to do stuff like this it's so crazy you know and twitter okay i mean x love i love x 
because I get to talk to people all over the world and get to know what they're like and what their world is like. That I, I love it. I love it so much. So there's so much about technology. I love it. So the artwork that you're doing also, the artwork that you're teaching to people, uh, so the the pictures that you have taken, so this this is going to play, don't know which, you know, it, how many people it reaches in, in next generations. <laughs> so uh, are you are you sending any information to, to the next generations with your pictures? Like, I hope so. Like this. We are like this and we, we, we used to take, uh, you know, we used to marry like this. We used to take pictures like this. You know, that's a great to... idea. I never thought of that. Um, that's that's really brilliant. I don't do that. I know there are people out there who do document that. Um, I'm doing that's that. really interesting. Huh? I'm doing that. Are on you? My channel. I'm, I'm, on my channel, actually, I'm uh, uh, documenting uh, different countries' experts. Uh, capturing the video clips, interviewing like this, and on one platform, and I created a common platform. And uh, my main intention is, um, don't know if, like we said, like you said, uh, you know, internet actually connected the countries. Uh, so why can't I use this technology, you know, to, uh, uh, you know, combine everything and put on one platform, all that, you know, hundred countries on one platform. And I have goosebumps, man. That is so awesome. That is so cool. I would hug you right now. That is so awesome and so powerful. So if uh, don't know if there is a, uh, there, there are other species on other planets. Don't yeah. know. Maybe yeah. you know there is a research going on. People think well, that we are not alone on this. The Pentagon said that yeah, they're here. Universe, if they find if they find uh, a planet called Earth. And uh, if, uh, you know, they find Beth uh, photography and, uh, you know, photos and, you know, they, they will get an information like, you know, they, there are species yeah. like this and doing something and you are sending some information. Also, they'll see my videos like, you know, they will know these kind, you know, these many types of people are, are, are living on this planet. So don't know that is completely hypothetical, but just thinking that I'm doing something you know, which is going to give a lot of information to, you know, next 100 years or 50 years. I told this when I was talking with one of uh, the top technology leader, vice president of Amazon Web Services, I asked him, so you are saving all this data in the data centers in, you know, in the global infrastructure in different countries. Yeah. So what about, you know, what, you know, there will be a lot of natural disasters that will be happening. And we are saving all this data, photos, videos, all this data. Do you think that this is going to be alive for next 50 or 100 years? Do you think this is safe? And he said, we plan only for five years. We don't know what happens after that. Oh, huh. That's shocking. I thought he'd have a different answer for sure. That's kind of scary. Yeah. Because you would hope that that leader would have more vision. I'm really kind of yeah. disappointed. Well, good for you for having the vision and good for you for implementing it. That's fantastic. I love that. So I if we it. can put, if we can put uh, the same uh, data in multiple, uh, you know, sources, if one, if we, if we can lose one, we can, we will still have another one. So there, it is good to have a backup copy of every content that we create so that we don't need to feel, uh, uh, you know, bad when something goes wrong. So that's, it's important that's why, as, a, as a creator. That's 
That's why I have three external hard drives on this computer. (laughs) I know. It only takes one time of losing stuff, and you're like, oh, that can't happen again. (laughs) I'm so excited for you. Oh, my gosh, you are doing such great things. Thank you. That's fantastic. I have a question for you. Actually, you're doing this photography from, you know, quite a long time, and uh, you are... uh, what 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 do you feel when you see something that you have captured years ago today oh, if you're seeing that depends two things two things one usually the reaction is oh it was so terrible um because of i know different things now and technology has advanced and, and things so it's like oh i didn't like the composition the lighting blah, 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 blah. the other thing is of course like what we had talked about oh good she just broke in that's my little australian shepherd excuse her um she um the other one is it takes me right back to that moment in time so of course it's the memory and the good feels of of whatever was going on at that time yeah yeah but you know the critical side is always like oh i could have should have would have what are you gonna do what do you do when you look back on your work what do you think I, I actually feel like uh, there is some other person who is doing these interviews. Like, you know, I, when I see my interview that I've done two years ago with some um, Australian, seeing that yeah. person, like, you know, I, I look really different and my hairstyle is different and uh, yeah. the way I'm talking is different and the questioning is different. I can see uh, there is change. You know, the, the beauty yeah. of this art, it can be photography or videography. You will see the difference the present and the past, if you put both, uh, you know, aside, you will, you will understand something has changed. We are not same anymore. Yeah. And if we can let go of the ego, it's quite beautiful, isn't it? If we're not so judgy of ourselves and we really look back at, wow, that evolution was beautiful. So beautiful. And we all get so freaked out about change, but it's one of the best things that we have. It is the best thing because we just get better, you know? And, um, yeah, if we can just let go of that ego and go like, dude, you were fine back then. That's what you knew. You were doing the best you had. But look at how you've grown. I mean, it's gorgeous. It's fantastic. Right? Yeah. We are traveling yeah. From, yeah. The, from the place yeah. where yeah. we started. So that's why, because you're, you're doing this from years, I, I just wanted to ask this question. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I think it's, you know, yeah, it's. it's of course, you get that critical side going, oh, but no, it's all beautiful. Because if I didn't take that photograph at that time, I wouldn't be here. Just like if you wouldn't have started that interview process back then, you wouldn't be here. And now doing what you're doing, such great work, global work. I love it. So uh, the topic came, just wanted to share something that I have uh, actually, which is related to what we are talking uh, I interviewed one expert and uh, asked, you know, at the end of the interview, I asked the question called, if this video is saved in some storage device or in some data okay. center or in some place, uh, uh, you know, some person after 100 years trying to click this video and trying to see what yeah. you're talking, what you want to say to that person, can you say? Oh, wow. That's a, that's a great question. Um, hello, I'm Beth. And uh, man, rock out. And I can't, I wish I could see, and hopefully from wherever I am, all the great stuff you've taken this technology today, which we think is so mind blowing, and have just made it better. And man, just have a blast with it and 
don't take it for granted and do what you can and create. I think that's what I'd say. Just create and love each other, obviously, because that's kind of huge. Don't waste your time on the hate. It's, it hurts. It, it creates wrinkles. Don't do that. Just love. Love each other. Yeah. So How's that? that? Is that right? Yeah, yeah right. That, that reached already. The person heard already. <laughs> Sweet. That's fantastic. So what do you say to my audience who is listening to this conversation and watching you and me from anywhere on this planet? I think that if you are an artist, you need to get over yourself, embrace it, love it, and get to know your best self. And, and again, the whole ego thing, let that go. Um, this is to me just as much as to your, to your audience and to whoever's watching, because it just wastes time that that ego gets in there, that negative self-talk, that that I can't do it. Nobody's telling you no. Go, do, create, just and love each other. Um, was it uh, one of our one of our great persons on the planet said once? You know, our job on this planet is to walk each other home. That's what we got to do. So while we create, remember to walk each other home. Take good care of each other. That's 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 all we got to do. If we'd all just take care of each other, what a world we'd live in, huh? Yeah. Dom Ross. I think it was Dom Ross. That's great. Yeah. So at last, uh, what is your observation about my work? Me talking with different country uh, people and uh, more than 600 interviews I have done from 100 countries uh, in I love three it. years. So how is I, think, I think what you've done is um, really broken some really cool barriers. Um, and um, I hope you keep doing it. Because it helps, um, it helps everybody have a better understanding of what's going on outside of their neighborhood, which I think is so absolutely vital and huge. And I hope you continue, and I hope the best for you, and I hope I get to reappear someday. And I just think this is the coolest thing ever. That's what I think. And I love your questioning. I love your personality. I think you're so fun. And, um, yeah, you just keep rocking. You keep doing your thing. So uh, I, I did master's in software engineering and bachelor's in computer science and engineering. Right now I'm doing some DevOps engineering and software development project for a UK company remotely. Yeah. And uh, these interviews I'm taking, uh, you know, um, that that is my full-time job. These interviews yeah. that I'm doing actually to uh, like, you know, taking a responsibility as a human being and want to give yeah. something uh, very valuable uh, to the next next you know generation people so this is something that i'm doing so how this is going to helpful for me in my career also in my life talking you want me to answer that people. for you yeah you're doing it that's a you're doing it you're 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 spreading you're spreading good joy and, and goodwill and you're you're allowing people to see people from different parts of the country so that that we understand each other better rotary um is a is a global organization and they believe that it is very hard to have an argument or hate somebody who you eat dinner with. And that's why we have um, global exchanges, like we, we have inter international exchanges so that we can get to know people. And what's cool is for those people who can't afford Rotary or can't be in involved in something like that, this allows for that. This allows somebody to get to know somebody from another country in another part of the world. It's hard to be mad at somebody when you get to know them and you crack jokes and you know what I mean? 
And I think this world really needs that. And I think you're doing that one person at a time. And it's the only way it can happen is one person at a time. Because if you, I mean, I guess it can happen, but this is the most effective way. Because we get to know each other and we get to know, oh, guess what? We're not that different. And and we can come together. And what you're also doing is you're doing such an amazing job of networking that when you have somebody on and they need X, Y, Z, you're like, oh, I got that person for you. Hold on a minute. So you are literally, literally bringing the world together on many different levels. And and I'm excited to see what happens in another year, two years, five years, ten years, because with what you're doing is such a huge asset to the world I can't even it kind of chokes me up a little because it is so beautiful because like I said you can't you can't get angry with somebody when you you know what I mean it's it's a, it's relationship building and that's what that's what we really need in this world right now and I just think it's awesome as as like every fiber of my being it's just incredibly awesome that you would take the time to do this because you don't have to your job keeps you plenty busy yeah you're I'm, feeling very, I'm feeling very happy that, uh, you know, another artist from another part of the world is observing, you know, value in something that I'm doing. So that makes me feel really, really happy. Yeah. And people are going to continue to do so. So, you know, it's powerful. It's pretty, pretty rad. Can I put this video on my YouTube channel with your permission? Of course. Of and course. Also, can I put this audio and video clip on my podcast, website, internet, social media, everywhere with your permission? Of course. So yes. uh, you want to share your web links, website, uh, you know, the service that you are doing to my audience, your your online presence? Uh, in um, Yeah, I'd love that. Thank you. That was very generous. Um, Instagram is Adventure Photo Studios. That's my website, my Instagram, Facebook. I'm Beth with an exclamation point. Um, same with Twitter slash X. It's Adventures Photo Studios. Come follow me and let's have some good times. Uh, I'll put those links on the screen. People who find Thanks. the video on YouTube or anywhere in the internet can able to see the work that you're doing and also can take Thanks, your man. service. All right. Thank you. That's awesome. Appreciate it. So keep going. Uh, keep doing the great work and uh, give great memories to great, you know, as many families as possible. Right on. And you do the same. You keep talking to individuals and you, uh, you're you creating world peace, my, my friend. Nicely done. Thank you. Thank you for your time again. And, uh, Thank you. It's been an honor. Thank you. Uh, take care. Bye.